girl music of the indie rock persuasion. I'm your host, Amanda Starling, back again to talk all things intersectional feminism, DIY, and of course, the music. Thank you so much for sticking with me through 2017. It was one hell of a year packed with so much new music. I'm excited and grateful for the opportunities that this podcast has allowed me, especially in the new friendships along the way. I'm really excited to finally kick off the new year with more new episodes. Um, Before we get into everything, I do want to talk about some cool topics and some not-so-cool topics at the moment. Um, As we're kicking off the new year, I realize that there's some things that, you know, would be great if we did some New Year resolutions. And with that being said, I kind of want to run through some things that I would like to kind of see not only out of this podcast, but also out of the scene itself. So... For the more positive stuff, I definitely want to see this podcast turn into something big, being able to lift this platform even louder and higher for people who identify as non-men and people of color and people of all backgrounds that, you know, just don't get heard well enough in this scene. There's so much opportunity for diversity, and I feel like the more that we communicate, the more that we talk about this stuff, the easier it's going to be for more people to speak a little bit louder. So, with that being said, my goal is to get this podcast on more podcasting platforms, and I also want to be able to start up a blog. So, I mean, those are my goals of this year. Keep an eye out. But, um, with that being said, I wanted to also introduce the idea of scene resolutions. Um, These are things that I think would be particularly helpful for us to be able to grow as a scene that is interactive and providing opportunity to people of all backgrounds and this isn't just for a local scene by any means this is for um punk indie emo rap hip-hop everything all across the board everywhere so these are things that i think could help out and most of the things i'm talking about are things that i think most of you who listen to this already know but um it's important to me to be able to talk about these things and please let me know what you think of course um I want to see more acts booked at shows and festivals and tours without tokenizing. So, I mean, you don't want to have that designated opener that is a female-fronted band, air quotes, of course. Um, We don't want to see somebody who is on a roster just because you were called out. That's kind of shitty. And it doesn't do anything whenever you only designate them as an opener. So, I mean... If you really want to dig into it, I highly suggest you listen to Camp Cope's new song, The Opener. It really just unpacks this beautifully, the concept of being able to have diverse voices present without the feeling of just being there to fill a quota. So don't tokenize bands if you are a person of privilege. Give opportunities to people equally, constantly. Um, I also want to see more DIY spaces pop up that are inclusive to all ages, gender, and racial backgrounds. Um, We have a really great one here in St. Petersburg. Um, Lucky You Tattoo. Shout out to Christian and everybody who books shows there because, holy crap, this has become a beautiful space that is inclusive to um, the queer community, to women, to people of mixed race, mixed gender backgrounds, and, you know... Christian does a great job putting together packages of people that are diverse and representative of just the variety that is available in music. So, I mean, I'm giving a shout out to somebody who really, really puts an effort. And I would love to hear more stories about this from my friends that travel through the area. And I love hearing about open, welcoming scenes, of course. 
And so I want to see that continue to grow. That would be so awesome. So people who are out there who have the ability to step up and create these kind of spaces, please do. We want to give these opportunities to people from a young age. So that would be amazing. Um, so on a slightly uh, more impassioned side of me, I am going to tell bands to please take out your trash. Um, we have so many opportunities to be able to talk to each other about the bad things and the bad people that we know are within our spaces. Sometimes it's difficult to find the confidence and the voice to talk about these things. And I even struggle myself with talking about people who we know are harming non-men, who are harming people of color, who are just making it difficult for people to coexist within the scene to be able to grow and flourish together and can often make spaces feel like you're not welcome because of your gender or sexual preference or frankly any identity that you do have. So with that being said, if you know somebody is out there causing harm to another person, you have any information, don't let these negative, horrible people into your scene. Take out your trash. That's the best way to make a space diverse and inclusive is to own and be aware of the fact that there are not good people who can be in your scene and not let them be present anymore. It's harmful and it's dangerous. So call people out. I know a lot of people are afraid of call-out culture and they see negativity associated with it, but honestly, if it makes even one person feel more safe to be present, to be at a show, then it's worth it, isn't it? So... That being said, I want to shift it over to another goal that I think would be really great for the scene, and that's to eliminate the corporate hand in a band's success. So we often, whenever we hear about um, bands getting opportunities for tours and um, being able to get recognized, a lot of that has to do with having a corporate or major label's hand in it, meaning if you have a label that is quote-unquote successful, Um, there's often a contract involved where the band has to follow certain stipulations. And often that means letting somebody book your entire tour or letting them have control of who you book shows with. And as a result, we don't see diversity. We see corporations and we see even sizable companies or businesses. What they end up doing is they put the package that they know is going to sell the most tickets and sometimes that involves even uh, taking advantage of local bands with pay-to-play situations and that's not cool and we should be helping bands of all backgrounds be successful it shouldn't be just this package of all straight cisgender white guys having these opportunities it should be people who are of all backgrounds so with that being said it's like I've talked about this with so many friends and bands of all backgrounds and you know, if you're gonna go with a label who's going to have this much control, make make lines in your contract, maybe. Or make sure that you have as much control and retain as much opportunity for yourself as possible. And think of the others that you can help along the way. So that's just something I feel like is so important. And with that being said, don't be afraid to do it yourself. Um, I realize that I'm coming from a background of podcasting. It's not the same as making music, but everything that comes with this is DIY. I do it myself. And 
I believe in the bands who do it for themselves. And I think it's so cool and admirable when people just put their whole selves out there. And so with that, I kind of just want to pass along that passion that I've learned from so many people I've talked to. Do it for yourself. Give yourself the opportunities that you think you deserve. And think of the others around you. That's how the best music scenes, I feel like, flourish, is people do it for themselves, but not only do they do it for themselves, but they do it for the others around them, and they build each other up. I've seen it in St. Pete. I've seen it in Orlando. I've seen it in so many beautiful scenes, even just throughout Florida. So, I mean, do it for yourself. Do it for your community. So, thank you for listening so much to my list of resolutions, not only for myself, of course, but things that I would like to see happen with the scene. I really appreciate and respect so many of you out there who are already fighting for all these things. And uh, good luck to us all in keeping these really, really important ideas in our minds. Well, so with that, I'd like to shift again the episode's focus back to our awesome guest. Um, I am starting off the new year with a band that combines everything I love. Excellent hardcore and dogs. That's right, I'm talking to Tallahassee's own Big Puppy. We not only talk about pups, but also the evergreen Florida scene, playing different shows, and writing their split with Plastisol. So let's listen to some Big Puppy and then crack into the interview. Carolina brown dog. The Carolina brown dog. Okay. That. That's like that's like the the, the dog, the, just like the brown dog you see everywhere. Oh like, really? Apparently, like they travel in packs and stuff like that, and they're like remnants right. from like colonial dogs that came over from Europe. So it's dedicated yeah. to the Carolina brown dog. Better than brown dog. <laughs> well, I mean, it's specific, like, like the Carolina <laughs> brown dog, right there. <laughs> Forget the interview. We're talking about dogs now. Yeah. This is perfect. perfect. You just made my dream come true. So we have your puppy. We see this puppy. So this is a dog show. Oops. Okay. <laughs> you got the gur and angry girl music. You thought I was gurring like a dog, weren't you? Well, yeah. Convincing. I mean, yeah. yeah, we thought that. Talking, I thought I was talking to your pup the whole time. You know, I'm a little. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I do like to call Bear my unofficial co-host, so that's perfect. Like, oh, wow. God, Bear, you're so good at your job. Pretty good. He is great. He's a, he's got the cute factor. So, um, for everybody <laughs> listening, we're talking to Big Puppy. If you didn't get the hint from all the awesome dog talk that we started with, <laughs> how's everybody doing tonight? Pretty good. Pretty awesome. We just finished a practice, so extra stoked. Oh, yeah, that's got to be good energy then after being able to jam for a little while and stuff. 
yeah, yeah, it was an awesome time. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, we played since tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we kind of haven't played since tour because we all got hit, but we're back now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, it's a great way to kind of kick off the year and stuff too, I'm sure. And um, I'm so excited to be able to talk to all of you about everything that you're doing in music, but um, to kind of get started, can you kind of tell me how each of you first got involved in music? Maybe like what first instruments you were picking up and what kind of started getting you motivated to play? Sure. sure. Who wants to go first? Corey, you go first. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I grew up in like Miami, so I feel like the first time that I like played music was just like getting textbooks and like beating them with like sticks and pencils, <laughs> where you like take the pencil and you'd make a beat like you know <laughs> I don't know if you know those days but it was pretty cool <laughs> textbook drawing. that's it <laughs> yeah that's really how it started <laughs> it's like you're like that's literally <laughs> the origin I'm your first instrument Coral uh the textbook where'd you progress to um I played like bass in high school and then some drums I was in like Couple bands, ska bands. We got that checkered pass. Me and Coral had the same uh, middle school um, uh, uh, jazz band teacher, Mr. Modia. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> no boogie. We didn't know each other. We're the Nautilus Middle School. No, different we're, years. We're, yeah, we're different years, but yeah, Nautilus Middle School. Mr. Modia probably had something to do wow. with musical. Wow. He really. We should really put him in the letter. Also, oh, yeah, we no, should. Mr. No, no, he doesn't deserve no, it. But Mr. Oh, yeah. Burris from Miami Beach High, he was my uh, guitar <laughs> teacher. He was really awesome. That's cool. Public school. That's pretty sick. He got a guitar teacher in public school? He was in Beach High, the movie. What is it? What? That is. There was a movie? Yeah. That's pretty cool. So I guess there's a television show about my high school, so I can't say shit. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Um, I grew up in Gainesville and like played in bars and stuff when I was like 16 and like didn't really know anything and then I came here and just kind of like met everyone and started playing here and like lived in uh, houses that had shows and stuff and just kind of <laughs> met my friends and started playing rock music. That's awesome. Rock and roll. Rock and roll, baby. origin story. No, no, just like, you know, playing music as, as a kid, you know, in Miami, and going to, like, going to punk shows and, like, meeting people and, and growing up, like, within different, you know, punk scenes or whatever, like, you know, watching everything <laughs> develop is really cool. I'm glad to be in this band. Yeah. <laughs> Chessie? Uh, <laughs> I don't play anything. still can't. <laughs> but, um, I... It's actually kind of funny, but, like, uh, my, like, best friend, essentially, like, I moved to Boston and moved in with him and a bunch of our friends, and they all, like, played in a band together, and he kind of just, like, uh, yelled at me until I joined it in some capacity, so my first instrument <laughs> or involvement in a band was, uh, I uh, played the megaphone, and uh, I broke... Uh, random children instruments that I would get at like Urban Renewals, which was like a really awesome thrift shop. You get them for like a couple bucks, and so I essentially would just like slam on them while they're playing. <laughs> so I didn't really play anything, and then eventually I actually did vocals, which he also yelled at me to do. The megaphone, 
and I think I was at some point listed as decipherable vocals and indecipherable vocals. <laughs> so I sang and yelled, and that was pretty fun. And then I did a minor threat cover band, and that was really fun. And then a couple little things here and there, but I guess that's how I got started technically. <laughs> Don't know if that counts. It totally <laughs> counts. Instruments. <laughs> Everybody gets their start somewhere. It's funny. I was just talking to um, somebody in a band not too long ago, and she was saying how, like, she still has, like, her keys numbered on, like, her board and stuff, and she's just kind of learning as she goes, and it's badass. I mean, everybody can get involved in the way that they want to. Just make your music. Yeah, that's pretty chill. I tried to, like, uh, write a key for myself, uh, not on the keys, but, like, alongside of this bass that... Uh, like my best friend got me and I like keep looking at it but apparently I went in the wrong direction so he was just like you're landing it like totally wrong and I'm like oh I just started getting these songs down so I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny hey whatever it takes um what bands were you listening to when you first start, started like getting involved in music or like do you have a favorite band that like motivated you to start playing <laughs> oh no! What was your first punk band? Right? Go Manifesto. Oh, Manifesto. Oh my god! Like, oh, checkers, and shit like that and like it's a lot of, it's a lot the same but it's, it's very similar to Florida yeah. so like there's like just like little little bands everywhere like little DIY scenes that like teenagers started yeah, yeah. Like, teenagers like start running shit later you know like I mean like we definitely like my tour schedule was like every tour schedule is just gun it to Florida like we pretty much like most of our booking and like exposure to bands were bands that did up and down the coast so we had a lot of like Florida's music community influence and I think Florida had a lot of like our local band influence which like I mean my like growing up with bands like I guess like bigger bands would be like 
like gold against me, like Vivita Vis and like Grimes and stuff like that. Kiss music. Yeah. yeah. Against me. Just. <laughs> 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 Cold punk was in a so precious yes. <laughs> <laughs> period of time. Uh, I, I was like, I was like, like this thing is a pipe bomb too. Yeah, this I mean, I guess we did cover uh, against me. As, uh, that's true. We did cover our first show. We, did. <laughs> we opened great. with against me and uh, our friend Jen that lived in town hates full punk. Yeah, she. And so we dedicated the song to them. So we're, yeah. <laughs> we're like perfect tone because she loves full punk so much. And <laughs> wasn't that like one of her last shows that before like, she moved? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because she she does. Um, MRR now, so she like moved out west, and that was like one of the last times we got to really hang with her real quick for a show. But we were doing, yeah, we did uh, Take No More Fest, which is a cool, um, like all femme, essentially just non male, like, um, and just like non binary, um, like festival we have here, which has been really, really rad. Um, and um, we, we opened with an Against Me song, like an older Against Me song. No one knew what we sounded like either. Like, yeah, we had no was recordings. That, that was the first thing they heard. Yeah, that was like our first song. And so everyone's like, so, I'm so tiny. I'm like five foot nothing. Like, the band is like not a, like a super tall, like we're big puppy, but we're all little pups. We're, we're and the then, shortest like, pups. We are the shortest We are very short, man. We are, like, that's our tagline, the shortest, shortest band. Yeah. But I'm like five foot nothing, and I'm like, hey, we we're big puppy, and then we played like against me. I know we played against me, and then I was like, hey, we're big puppy. Thanks for like having us as our first set, and then we just like ripped into like the first four <laughs> songs that we wrote, and like I just remember like all these people afterward me were like, I just, I just, I, I didn't think that's what you were gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome to be full of surprises on stage and like, you know, I feel like with the band name as well as the the presence that you're kind of describing, I'm sure it's like one of those things where it's like looks can be a little deceiving. Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, yeah. people do not expect that at all. Yeah, we played this. Were you talking about the Georgia show? Yeah, so we played this show. That was insane. We played oh, wow. this like, yeah. wild, yeah. We played this fucking salute <laughs> show. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was a and rowdy, it, it was, was a vodka in Georgia. Theater. In the middle of nowhere of, in Georgia. Yes, there, was, there was a lot of like, aggressive energy in the room. Yeah, and like so. a bunch of different types of bands that played. So I, don't, they didn't, I don't think a lot of people didn't know what we sounded like. Yeah. But there wasn't really a But there bands. were, but they we were, like, did have like, people that were like, I yeah. listened to your demo and like, uh, I yeah, came out true. for really you. Cool. Yeah, they really, they, uh, the was, people who put it on yeah, really yeah. did a good job. As soon as we started playing, everything just like erupted. It was wild. Because the first 10 seconds, there was a fight. Yeah, it was really intense. Up the set and I was just like, "Are you fucking chill? Like, do you want me to keep going?" I was like, "I'll stop." But I think like, it, if you don't calm down, I'll stop. I think they just, like, didn't know how to react, and we just started going off because like the other bands, like yeah. they clearly like the music. Because the band forced like a metal, like yeah. Well, it's funny because I walked in with my drum set, like it's a dom. Well, my drum set is like Dalmatian colored, basically. I like to think it's Snow Leopard, but now that we're in Big Puppy, it's No, it's Salvation. Um, so I like to walk in and someone's like, oh, your drum set's so cute. We're like, oh, Big Puppy. That's so cute. That's the drums I'm going to buy, too. Yeah. That's another story. family. But, yeah. No, it's been fun kind of throwing everyone off. We don't mean to. It just keeps happening. That's so wonderful. Where did the band name Big Puppy come from? Where did you decide that? I mean, you're obviously dog lovers here, but. Yeah. Uh, well, Big Puppy was kind of. Oh, we just I'll just repeating it. it. 
Well, really? okay. What well, happened? Have a big puppy. Yeah. So what happened? There's a mini story to this, and I will share it. So I had moved to Florida. It was my first year coming back for Hanukkah and Christmas, mm-hmm. and I had begged my family, please like pocket size stuff, like gift cards or nothing, like photos, like things I can take with me that I don't have to put in a suitcase. Um, and I, I love my mother. She's the most brilliantly passive aggressive, like humor on the planet. And, uh, <laughs> well, you're so bad. No, she's the best puppy. She's a forever puppy. But anyway, so, oh, Bitsy's here too. Oh my God. So many dogs. But so um, I show up and uh, in the middle of the room, like the next morning when we're going to do like stockings and like the other, you know, Hanukkah gifts and all that, there's just this enormous stuffed dog, enormous. And I look at it, I just straight away knew like, oh, yeah. oh you're so mean. Like, cause I had like begged, like just photographs, cards, like things I can put in my pocket. And she got me this big puppy and she thought it was the funniest thing in the world so we actually ended up having to ship it it was <laughs> but um uh coral saw a big puppy refused to call a big puppy kept saying large puppy uh yeah and then she needed one so she got she has large puppy i have big puppy and then we just kept saying big puppy for everything. I want you now. Yeah, I know you. I, oh, I don't know where to put the puppy. Oh, yeah. No, it looks at you dreamily we in the closet. We were going to take it on tour, but then we didn't. Well, we were going to take it on tour, and then the other backup idea was that I was going to wear a large puppy. I'm into that. It's oh, a yeah. full body. So basically, we had it, and then we hadn't started the band yet. But like, I think we talked about it. We kept going with band names. We just kept, kept saying kind of a couple of like I don't know. I think I had a couple of drinks. And I'm like, puppy, big puppy, and I was like, I don't know if anybody's gonna keep with this name. The problem <laughs> is that when you get me hooked on it, I don't let go. Like I'm gonna keep going until it happens. What did I say last night? And I'm just like, it's big puppy, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm two stoves on it. But hey, man, this is definitely it has a ring to it. Puppy. It does. It does a good it does. ring. It does. Like I won't ever forget your band name for that reason. It's got a good ring, and it's got one of my favorite things in the world in it, which is. <laughs> You're like, I'm listening. To me, it sounds like that, like a like a shred band from the '80s. Oh yeah, Sorry. like Ben Lizzie. Ben Lizzie. Like, like what's puppy. that racer band? Racer X, like that. Oh yeah. Oh no, I remember them. Oh, oh buddy. Paul Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. God. So yeah, that's that's the origin story. Oh. Big puppy. No, little puppy, stop it. Oh, he looks crunchy. I won't have to insert any puppy sound effects between your dogs and mine. This is perfect. This is great. Nice. This is the best issue. Boogie, stop. <laughs> Boogie was on our uh, cover with Mitzi, and she's being a diva about it. Oh, wonderful. I love it. So I noticed that on your bio on Bandcamp, you have all of your names switched to involve something with a different <laughs> <laughs> like, story. I love it. I love it. Where did that idea come from? <laughs> we just thought of them. I don't know. Wait, what what are they? Do you want to read them to us? So can, we can I gotta get it. Give me just a second. I have to like do this. Oh my god. Brian Ruffapold. Uh Shell yeah. St. Bernard, Sebasset <laughs> Hound, and Coco Pup. Yeah. Coco Pup. Coco Pup. Oh, yes. It's so pure. No, that's really it. That's it. That's what that's we have on there. I know. There's, oh, there's, there's, there's no, no dog. It was, a, it was a pun on Coco Pup. I know. Sebastian doesn't care. Actual dog names. Listen, it's like 
It's so great though. I don't know. I like I like to pretend now that it's like your stage names. It's like stage names. We got what's my real name? What's my real name? We don't know anymore. Coco Pup. Coco Pup. Coco Pup. Well, it used to be only close friends, but now it's spread. I know, it used to just be it's a like Celeste a, few. People who don't know you, they will call you Coco. Yeah. It's starting to happen. I mean, yeah. it was just it's like, right. I don't care. But yeah, now it's my nickname. Hi, I like Nancy. it. Hello. She's like right behind me. Look at her head. <laughs> For all you listeners out there, Bitsy, the big puppy on the big puppy cover, has her head smushed oh, between Ryan and my shoulders. The effort. <laughs> <laughs> To say, pay attention to Yeah, pretty much. Oh, no. Okay, all three dogs have to go now. Oh, jeez. Speedy, speedy, come here. I'm We can talk. They want to be on it, too. They do. We got to get their vocals in right now. Make sure that we record them thoroughly. You got to, all right. Are you good, dogs? You good? You feel better? Okay. Just had to get it out. Thank you for sharing your thoughts, big puppy puppies. Like, why are you sitting there looking in that direction? <laughs> She's like me. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my uh, goodness. So you got to put out this really awesome split with Plastisol last year. That's really cool. Um, how did you get in touch with them and how did that all come together? So Plastisol is like some friends of ours. Um uh, I we I think we've all separately known one of the members for like quite a bit, and then um, Coral started doing this tape duplication label um, that's got a pretty cool concept. I don't know if you want me to gush about it or you want to gush about it. Uh, I mean, it's just in the starting, but basically they're trying to take like two bands, like from different areas, and like put them together. And I've known Chris since like what you call? Um, it's called Banana Split Records. Um, oh, so you're, so you're Banana Split Records? That's badass. Yeah, um, so I just started doing that, and um, uh, I knew Chris from, he used to play in Blasting the Detergents, and he's in permanent makeup now, he's like been playing for years, and he's like from the Tampa scene, so yeah, I just thought it'd be a cool way to like, two bands that potentially didn't know each other, or something like that, could potentially like, if they toured, try to play together, or you know, maybe just, you know, just kind of like network in that way. Yeah, that's like kind of what it is. It's just like, hence the name, Banana Split. Let's split yeah. between fans. Split. Yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been cool. It's like definitely a community builder, which is really nice because I feel like not as many labels like take that direction anymore. So mm -hmm. it's been really cool to like be a part of that. And I think we were the first release, right? Yeah, we were the first release. And uh, yeah, super small. I did both of my bands first and then hopefully I can do some more bands so uh, as they're interested I just put them out like your music and you get so many copies and we go from there that's so awesome I love it and like I've I actually know Chris too he's really awesome yeah, and, yeah I, I've talked to him for one of my other podcasts that I do and I just love the that there's so much community here in Florida across the different like city scenes and stuff so it's nice to know that like Tallahassee is in touch with Tampa that way too and they're good people clearly so that's awesome yeah. they're really right yeah. you're like I don't know this history yeah, <laughs> yeah no I it's in it's in cool Chris is such a sweetie um it's a nice uh, like and a lot of people have like reached out since we like put out that demo and it's been like really nice to talk to some people I'm like 
meet new folks like through it as well especially since it's like we did that short tour so it's not like we got to do a lot in those short amount of days which was awesome but it's not like you know like I don't know I feel like the response that we got was almost like we were really fortunate for because it was like a similar response that I've gotten from being in a band that happened for years. And a lot of these people just like kind of showed up, you know, and it was really, yeah. I think it's cool too. Like hopefully like if the band's tour, you never know like what the tape, like, you know, whose hands will end up in. So it's like right. down the road, it's like, it could be in like Atlanta and like, or maybe you never want like listen to Apostasolic hopefully. Yeah. 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 I definitely found about a bunch of random bands from like the um what was the way what was it called in Gainesville the Wayward Council. yeah Wayward Council yeah, yeah. like going up there and just like taking random cassettes and like and they would just be random bands from all over the country I mean some of my favorite bands are from Florida too yeah I mean a lot of my getting into like touring and stuff was again like we used to just gun it down here. I mean, also because all of us would tour in the winter and we'd want to be as far away from the Northeast as possible. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, there's just some really good like bands in Florida. So um, it's been kind of like reflective of that, which has been awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I love it. And the fact that you all are so familiar with like, you know, Wayward Council with like Gainesville, for example, and like, you know, getting to know all the bands that you love here is just so cool to me. It, that's so exciting. Um, so to kind of dig into a little bit of, you know, the, the split itself, which of the songs were your favorite ones to write and record? And what was that process like for you? Oh my gosh, that's such a hard question. Um, uh, the process was... <laughs> the process is wild because they kind of like, <laughs> yeah, like to be quite honest, like they're kind of, I think they're almost exactly in chronological order. I think we switched yeah. the second and the third one, but... Like how we wrote them. Yeah, how, how we wrote them as is almost perfectly chronological to like um, how they're listed in the cassette and just the release in general. And um, so it was kind of cool because like, I feel like especially since those were like, like, those were the first songs. Like, we didn't have, like, scratch songs that we got rid of that we didn't put on the release. Yeah, like, Held Down was our first track that we wrote together. Um, and then, like, you know, like, it was just, it was nice because, like, seeing it in the cassette, it was that progression. And I think that there's something, like, really cool when you, like, first start a band with your friends. You're like, I want to play with music with you. I want to play music with you, too. Let's do a hardcore band. Yeah. And you kind of, like, start off with, like, you know, let's do some, like, hardcore stuff, and, like, you know, what are some of our favorite bands that, like, we can get influenced by, and then you eventually just, like, kind of find your sound, as cheesy as that is, but, like, you can kind of, like, something I like in the release is that we kept it chronologically, for the most part, so you can actually, like, really feel it yeah, happen, yeah. like, Songs us, at the like, end are my favorite songs. Too. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel but... like those songs, I love the first three, but, like, those last three are really, like, our beat, like, us writing music as a band as us like our song together and like all of us together rather than just like with the idea of like hardcore yeah. yeah so it was like cool more like i don't know personal in that way yeah um i mean it was definitely like fun to record but i feel like we did it really quick it was like two hours or so oh wow that's really fast i feel like when we recorded the music at least it was about like two hours yeah, yeah, I think it didn't take very long. And then, like, you came in with vocals after, because I think you're out of time. For for the recording, yeah. Like, the recording process, the three of them met up, which I've never done that, like, come in after the fact, but I was out of town. 
Um, but it was kind of cool because like all of a sudden like showed up and like heard all my friends like completed thing together rather than like normally I would hear it like piece by piece. Like when you do track by track or whatever, like, you know, I just heard like my three friends like and it was done. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, like, this is so cool. And then I just like jumped in instead of like seeing it be put together. I just like showed up to a finished piece, which was wild. Yeah, the writing process was really natural. Like, we yeah, wrote, we wrote three like right away. Yeah, those first three were like really, really quick. Um, like really quick. So, I don't know, it's been cool. Um, it's definitely been cool to like, also like just like being like a little voyeuristic because I don't play an instrument it's cool to like watch everyone like how they piece things together and like like you know I feel like you know some bands like one person writes everything but like really like when we get together everyone is involved like the sixth song that we had like six 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 like that one is I don't think I've ever said that out loud it's so mm. silly to say <laughs> <laughs> so clever <laughs> like that one like coral started with a drum beat and then like sebastian ryan like wrote around that and like you know so like it's been from everyone which has been pretty cool that's um, really nice it's got to be saying a lot i think about y'all's like chemistry and ability to write together whenever you can just start placing one sound and everybody just kind of chips in that's always refreshing to me to hear about bands who are just like that much um interested in feeding off of each other musically yeah, no, it's it was a, it's a pretty cool, unique experience. Um, do you have a favorite song on the record? I know that you're talking about how, like, you know, the first three, for example, you really like, but the last three are ones that are particularly good. I like, don't do you know. Have a favorite song? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I really, I think I like go back and forth between like, uh, like mirror talk and. Um, I don't know. What do you guys say? My favorite one is the last one, but my second my favorite, favorite one is, is, is one. the fifth one. I, I, yeah, I think the two last ones are my favorite, but me personally too. for me, the last one is, I don't know, it's more challenging on drums. It's just fun to play for me. Yeah. Mm. It's like hard and like sometimes it's like fun to challenge yourself, but probably it's like, don't fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also very fun to play because it's just, I don't know. It's like high it's, energy and it's, it's like quick. it's a good show. Yeah, it's like over. Like yeah, it's, like, it's so it's fast. Like, it's so that good. It's good. So fast. <laughs> it's like if my ears could blink, it that would basically what it's like. It's like oh my gosh, I just absorbed that yeah. so quickly. No, I love I love six six six. It's so fun. And I mean, I I I completely agree with you. I mean, Mirror Talk was probably my favorite song on there. I mean. Yeah, what's your favorite? Oh, thank you. I like I like number two. Really? Ooh, Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah, that one's fun too. The winner, I think my actually my favorite song is Ryan's rendition of when he like says all of the, the it's like anytime he's like yeah you know this song and it's like and I'm like yeah. I wanted to re-record the whole album and just see it's doing a, mouth yeah. sounds. They do it so well. It's mouth covers at that point. Yeah, mouth right. covers. That's what I remember. Oh my yeah. gosh, you need to do that. Like record it and just do it as like bonus tracks. It's like uh, the one that goes like. <laughs> 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 we should just yeah. That's we don't actually. You know what? From this moment on, we don't have titles to these tracks anymore. They're just, <laughs> they're just sounds. <laughs> 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 
going back to Mr. Modio, who was our teacher, that's kind of how he taught. He would just like kind of like yell at you if you're on a drummer, like, you know, boo da da ba da da ba. And you'd be like, all right, cool. Oh my gosh, that's so music school teacher, like, especially for like middle school. I had, I tried to play music, I'll put it that way. And I had who literally would just like communicate in sounds. He's like, no, I want you to do like do 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 do. And like, what does that mean? You need to. I had to like sit there and learn how to play music with sounds, not notes or any real logic to it. It was, yeah. you know, that was Mr. Modia. His like claim to fame was he was like a backup guitarist for Santana. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, if you oh, messed yeah. up, he, he was knew it. things at you. Oh my what? gosh! He was chalk. He loved to throw chalk. They love throwing chalk. They love chalk. They love chalk. No, we don't have to throw chalk. We know what Buddha da ba da da ba da. Yeah, yeah, Buddha da ba da ba. I have got a lot of chalk though. If we want to try this out, it's a different writing style. Yeah, for our music video, we'll just you know dedicate it to the Buddha da ba da. And throw chalk at each other. That's perfect. I think that sounds like a fun music video idea. Let's do. Let's get Christian on this. Go. So. With that, just getting the idea of how your music video would go, um, I want to know, because I, I unfortunately have not seen y'all play live yet, what's a big puppy show like for somebody who hasn't know. seen you before? How would you describe that? <laughs> um, we're definitely, we're goofy. What'd you say? Oh, no, no, I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I didn't hear you. Yeah, it's definitely different than, like, and not to be like, ooh, we're different, but like, it is different than like a standard sound. Like, part, part, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I think, like, really, like, what we're oh, talking I about, like, sound that I don't know, I've <laughs> had some people just be like, that sounds mean, like, that was mean and doomy, like, but not, like, doom metal, it was, like, that was dark, and I'm like, okay, but, like, you I think, like, you don't know things about me, yeah, <laughs> this is, this is pretty much the band in which everyone figures out, like, how horrifying everything is, it's I feel fine. like we have a it's good, fine. I feel like we have a good mix of, like, yeah, you want to, like, rock out and, like, move around but like it's also not just like super like yeah you know, like, like like people tend no one's to gonna spin kick at a butt big puppy no, show and like, that's all i need to know even and even not, that's all i need to hear no spin yeah, kicks no <laughs> I mean, although people did at that show in georgia no, yeah, georgia no, show. Show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you guys people were going insane yeah they were doing things i haven't seen in years yeah. like, since like 2008 like, like they were picking up Horses, yeah, literally. No, I totally pick up horses all the time. Yeah, I'm picking up horses. I like to do the turn. I mean, it just was yeah. a video interview. I used to. I like to do it with the two hand, like the peach, <laughs> oh my like peach in like the Mario <laughs> movie uh, shows. With the, but yeah, no. Um, I mean, I do a high kick or two. Yeah, um, I do the, the running and placing. That's a leftover from an old band of mine. We're, um, we're working in choreography right now. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Hard <laughs> No, uh, that actually was a conversation. No, I mean, we I did it. We, we, I you think of this being funny. Do you no, think I'm being funny? No, we're doing that. Like, I don't even want to say. I know that this probably is coming out after the show, but who well, we're we gonna do a, it? We have one thing. Yeah, that we're gonna do it. It's yeah. gonna be amazing. We'll, we'll let you know. Should, we'll yeah, you know. I don't. I don't know if we should reveal yeah. it yet. Yeah, it's too soon. I love choreography. I love that. Like we oh saw that God. band PJ Baby. We need to get like matching outfits. Oh we could do that. Could onesies. Onesies. Or maybe we could just dress really nice. Yeah. <laughs> we could just dress <laughs> nice. Like we look like some kind of like band that plays on a cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and we like just a, sound like, like we do. Dave, like David Bowie. Yeah. Like yeah. David Bowie, like business suit. We could do like the squirrel nut zippers thing. 
You would continue to just like blow away expectations if you just had an optic slayer. Yeah. <laughs> you should do a music video where we like big suit oh my gosh this is so wonderful okay well, you know what i won't like uh talks and evening gowns i've got oh plenty God, we yeah. can do this <laughs> sebastian's face right now just <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I'm excited to be able to see either a video or a show along the lines of this. This is just going to be fun. Um, <laughs> so where do you live? I'm, a, I'm based out of like St. Petersburg. So I'm like yeah. really close okay. to Tampa. Tell me a little bit about your You're in uh, Tallahassee. Tallahassee. So many generations of Tallahassee. Yeah, here. yeah. Like, like I feel like I have a very weird experience of what Tallahassee is because like I was mostly touring through here. Like you we moved all here two years ago. Yeah, I Chelsea. moved here two years ago. I moved here seven years ago. I moved here like nine years ago. Right? No, it's been like eight. I've been saying in two thousand nine, but it's like nine years ago. But it's yeah, yeah, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Shit. <laughs> I, I'm I'm from some other places. In Mine's between, like six and a half. I keep I'm like the Tallahassee scab. We keep moving back. <laughs> yeah. Where are you, Sebastian? How long you been here? You can rip me off, but I leave a scar. I've been Tallahassee. <laughs> Fourteen years. Wow, that's awesome. And like. I know that, like, my, uh... So we have so many different, love, like, so many different, yeah. Know. Yeah, no, you, you all, for the most part, like, you moved here, and then you were, like, here. I mean, I know Coral moved, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I, my relationship with Tallahassee was always very wild, because, um, I used to tour down here, like, just accompanying bands, and then, yeah, just accompanying other bands. Um, I would tour down here, like, once or twice a year, and we'd usually play, like, this like one house the shark tank that used to be around for a while this was like a while ago so it was like a different crew than people know now and then um the last tour i did down here i was like um with like my best friend and we were trying to figure out like where we wanted to move to and um we did not expect tallahassee to be that answer um but we uh just played like a really incredible show and everyone was really welcoming and answered a lot of questions and we were very fortunate to have like these new friends that were like really informative and like welcoming and so we moved here and like so it's like I have this kind of like weird like I'd get a blip of Tallahassee like twice a year once a year and then like living here has been like a really cool experience because like it's a very active community there's a lot of different sub-communities within it but a lot of them like work together you'll have like a lot of mixed bills you'll have like bills that are very much so of like a genre of two like you kind of get that like combination um one thing i'll never forget is our friend uh i talked to our friend rosie on the phone for like two hours being like tell me about tallahassee like i know you live there like what is it like and the thing that she said that like convinced me above anything else was so silly but i think it's like the most perfect statement and she was like well you know we do care about like you know political stuff that matters but like you know for the most part we're just like really goofy like if you can like handle puns and just like really stupid humor and just like pillow fights and confetti and like really like we're just a bunch Everyone's of goofballs. Dark, and that's yeah. inside joke, a lot of puns a lot of puns a lot yeah. of inside a jokes volleyball like a made-up sport like yeah. and that's been around like one of my co-workers and his brothers like they invented that and you know like 
you know, he found out, yeah, volleybonk, it's amazing, but he, like, saw, he, like, caught me playing volleybonk with, uh, Coral was there, were you there, Ryan? No, Oh, man, it was Coral and I playing with a group of friends, and he was like, did, did, did I see you playing volleybonk? And I was like, yeah, and he was like, how did you find out about volleybonk? Like, my friends and I made that up years ago, and I was like, it's still going, but, yeah, so, like, I had this weird experience, but I feel like, you know, they care about things that matter, but everyone's just like a giant goofball. It was like, just like, that was where I was like, yeah, I want to move there. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah, it's just a really caring, a lot of, a lot of care. So it's been cool. That's perfect. Well, shit, I'm going to have to come up to Tallahassee so I can play volleyball and hang out with you guys and swap yeah! puns. You can that meet all be, the puppies. That would be amazing. Like, seriously, that's... I, I haven't been back up to Tallahassee in a while, so now I have an awesome reason yeah. to come summer. see y'all. Yeah. Swimming, swimming holes. Yeah, come in the summer. We'll bring you the swimming holes. The nature here is really beautiful. Um, it's yeah, cool. I lo- it's gorgeous up there, and it sounds like you've got fun. <laughs> well, actually, so, too many ticks. There's lots of fleas. No, stop <laughs> it. Okay. Stop it. Yeah, well, if I bring my dogs, I'll make sure that they've got their, like, canine advantics and shit, just like, (laughs) that's so perfect. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, you, you put out some really awesome music so far. Um, What goals or what kind of cool things do you want to be able to do with the band over the next, like, year or a couple of years? We're just talking about that. Yeah, we're, we're, nothing is set in stone, but we're just doing another, like, little weekend tour coming up for the spring, and that'll be really fun. Um, We're trying to hit, like, Florida for that, which is super exciting for me. I'm totally the dweeb about this. Like, that (laughs) is just, I'm gonna just, you know, throw myself under the bus here. I'm the nerd that's, like, voting for that, because, like, I've been touring to Florida for so long and I have all these friends that like, you know, I was with other bands. So all these friends of mine have been begging me like, so when are you going to be in a band? When do you get to play here? When are you coming to Orlando? When are you coming to Tampa? And now I have the opportunity to do that. So uh, we're going to actually like do that around Lucky You Fest. So that'll be really fun. Um, I'm really excited for that. So that'll be a good time. So we're going to do that. Um, We're writing some more songs, um, setting all that up and, Hanging out, probably make more. Yeah, do have some more splits and some more friends. We try to do a big tour this summer. That would be cool. Yeah, make more silly merchandise. (laughs) We're thinking four months, four months ahead at a time. We keep cramming a a bunch of things into (laughs) very short periods of time. Yeah, yeah, definitely we're writing more songs. Yeah, we're we've kind of already started that. That's so awesome. Yeah, I guess I guess we're trying to do a lot of things again in a short period of time. Well, That's we haven't us. been able to do stuff, so yeah, now that we can do stuff. Yeah, I now that it's nice. Now that we're back, we're kind of just like ripping and raring to go. Yeah, like, definitely. We're back. I was I was joking that Coral unintentionally did the greatest marketing yeah. move of all time. It's like yeah. Go get hit by a truck. We can't play for a set of months, and then we're gonna come back really intense. And it's just like we did it. <laughs> like so I mean, that up. works. That works for sure. Well, yeah, it's something. It's something. We we have to. He's okay. Well, <laughs> well, I'm excited as hell for new music and all awesome things you have in mind coming up. Um, Thank you. 
Right. Where can everybody keep up with y'all as far as like on the internet? Where can they find your music or talk to you if they want to? All that stuff. Uh, I definitely say like our Facebook is where we post about shows, and I try to keep like a running catalog of shows we we've played. Our, we yeah, our band camp is where you can get a lot of our merch, and uh, well, when we have it, we sold out. Sorry, um, when we yeah, have merch again. If you want something, you have to go to Plastisol. Yeah, and Tampa because they have the rest of the cassettes. Yeah, we, we sold ours. We we sent them yeah, the rest. Good of job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how many they have. They might be out already, yeah. but. Um, Banana Split Records did that cassette and probably any other cassettes in the future. Uh, uh, but our band camp, as Sebastian said, like that's where you can buy our digital stuff. We also like have the lyrics um, attached to that. We did like the whole like photo lyrics and that's kind of fun. I don't know. I'm a nerd about that stuff. I always want to like see the lyrics to everything. No, so. me too. I love that I get to sit there and like pick at them because I love digesting the lyrics. So that was yeah. It always sounds like a good idea, and then you start to write the lyrics, you're like, this song is too long. No! <laughs> well, okay, I have that thought because I, I have... I do too. You do, really? Yeah, yeah see, I only very can first? write like, lyrics. Like, from the very, nothing? Yeah. Yeah, I do, no. Dang! Really, like, I think I've only done that, like, maybe I've done that once or twice, but that's yeah. I yeah, like, and I always write out my lyrics by hand, so I just, like, took pictures of that, and I put it on the digital download so like you can see my shit handwriting too perfect <laughs> so it's been good what oh no no what was that hey wait i mean hey you gotta chase, what are you, hanging out, right? you gotta chase a tennis ball when you see one dude you gotta keep up with that big puppy uh, exactly. whoa wow i love you have a facebook that's the easy answer <laughs> Awesome. Well, everybody's going to have to make sure they check you out on Facebook and Bandcamp. Thanks so much for being on. Yeah, yeah thanks. Thanks for having us. It's been awesome.
Until next time, stay angry and listen up to the diverse voices in your scene. And by the way, Happy New Year. Hey.